Hello and welcome to today's Four Peas podcast. I know that it is the holiday season and we're worried about buying gifts and buying food and travel to our loved one's house, grandma's house, whoever's house we're going to. I know that I usually go to my daughter's house now, but I will say that the holidays will be over soon and you are going to want to think about taking a break and traveling. And I'm going to talk to you today about a place that you need to go. It is a short drive if you are in the Great Lakes region, but it is a beautiful place. It's called Sarnia, Ontario. And we're going to talk to you about a special event that happens once a month in Sarnia when we come back. We'll be right back after this. Do you have the next big thing? That world-changing whatchamacallit? Do you have a story to tell? You need a show-stopping web presence. You need the web spinners at Webinit. With big picture solutions spinning together SEO, stellar web design, blogging, podcasts, and social media integrations, you'll find yourself developing your latest and greatest thing, idea, or telling that next chapter in your story. Look us up today at webinit.com. And remember, you're not everywhere unless you're Webinit. Hello and welcome back to the Four Peace Podcast. You know, today's Friday. We're going to be a little lackadaisical today. We're going to talk about travel plans and things for you to do. And this is, even though this is a lackadaisical day, this is a day that we, I must say this is about planning because I really do want you to plan some short trips. It is really, really nice to take short trips in certain areas, just two days, three days, a good drive. You get in the car, maybe drive five, six hours, and then go spend about two or three days, two days in an area. Uh, and then turn around, come back, place where you can relax, kind of, you know, think about stuff. And 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 when you come back to reality, uh, you are feeling much better. And so today's place I want to talk to you about is really near and dear to my heart. I grew up uh, in the Niagara region. I grew up in Buffalo, New York, and I used to go to Canada all the time. When I was in high school, uh, I have some stories. I used to cross that border almost every day. Uh, I used to buy cigarettes and alcohol. Uh, maybe I shouldn't have, but I did. You know, that was my thing. And that was not only my thing. If you're from Buffalo or from Detroit, that was a lot of teenagers that are my age. They'll probably have some stories about crossing the crossing the border, going to a couple bars and 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 other other events that that you do when you cross the border up in Canada right there. But on a family note, I still go up there quite often. Uh, I do love it. I love, I think my favorite city in the world, and I shouldn't be saying this because I am a Buffalonian, I'm very proud, but I think as far as looks and feel and culture, I love Toronto. I love Toronto a lot. But one time I went, we're not talking about Toronto today. So one time I went to, um, looking for little towns around the Great Lakes on the Canadian side. And I came across Sarnia. And Sarnia is a small town right across, I mean, literally directly across the bridge from Port Huron, Michigan. It is a really neat town. I wanted to go because they had some really nice beaches and, and it was just a great place to go. It wasn't a far drive from where I was living at the time I was living in Indianapolis. So it was only like a five and a half hour drive from where I, where I was at the time. Wanted to go spend the weekend there. I drove uh, to Sarnia. We uh, went directly to the beach right after we checked into the hotel. Me and the kids were hanging out and just having a great old time at the beach. Uh, it was a beautiful beach, crystal clear. You could see we were right under the, the International Bridge over there, and it was just really pretty. When I was in Sarnia, there's a wonderful feel. The people in Sarnia, everyone I ran into, uh, they were just awesome. And while I was at the beach, I ran into a guy. His name is Rick, and his middle name is Elvis. And 
his last name is Colbert and he was an absolute, I mean, the moment I met him, uh, we became friends instantly. Uh, I have not seen him since this was, uh, eight years ago, nine years, uh, maybe it was in 2016, I think, but it was a while ago and we still talk to each other to this day. He instantly became uh, a friend of mine. He, and his middle name is Elvis. Let me tell you why, because he is an Elvis impersonator, looks just like him. I mean, seriously, you know, these, these stories back in the eighties uh, and nineties were like, I saw Elvis at a gas station. Seriously. If you would have seen this man a couple years back, I back and said, Oh my God, I just saw Elvis. I kind of believe you because he looks just like Elvis Presley glasses and all. He's just, he's a great guy. But we, while we were there, we were there on a weekend and we were there the very first Friday in September. And he told me about an event called first Friday. I went downtown. It's a great town. It's a great event because you know what? It does highlight their community businesses and it highlights small business throughout downtown Sarnia. It is a great event. They have it every single first Friday and they haven't skipped a beat. Now, granted during COVID they had to, but, but now they don't. So what we're going to do this today is we're going to devote this episode to first Friday. You really, now I know granted it's going to be January, February, March, December. Cause I mean, no one travels in December. Your travel time is always about family and about holiday, but you will be able to, um, you know, travel afterwards. But I mean, in the spring, in the summer, and even February and in March and maybe even April, please go and uh, see what First Friday is all about. There is going to be a First Friday tonight, as a matter of fact. Um, we are They're having a First Friday up there tonight. So if you are living close by, you know, if you are in Port Huron, Michigan, Across the border. You probably already know about First Friday, but we'll be back with Leonard Seagal. No, he is not related to Stephen. And we are going to talk to him about what First Friday is all about. We'll be right back after this. Do you have the next big thing? That world changing whatchamacallit? Do you have a story to tell? You need a show stopping web presence. You need the web spinners at Webinit. With big picture solutions, spinning together SEO, stellar web design, blogging, podcasts, and social media integrations, you'll find yourself developing your latest and greatest thing, idea, or telling that next chapter in your story. Look us up today at webinit.com. And remember, you're not everywhere unless you're Webinit. All right. Welcome back to the 4Ps podcast. Like I said, uh, Sarnia, great town in southwestern Ontario, Canada. Uh, we have today, we have a person, remember I told you I fell into a great event in Sarnia called For, uh, First Friday, and we have the organizer of First Friday, Leonard Segal. Leonard, welcome to the show. Thank you. Really glad to be here. Thank you very much for being here. So like I said, um, I fell into a great, uh, it was a, a wonderful community downtown entrepreneurial event. Uh, it's it's first Friday, apparently. This goes on every first Friday um, in Sarnia. Could you tell us a little bit about what first Friday is all about and maybe a little bit of the background of, of uh, how this all started? Well, uh, we call it Sarnia's monthly downtown cultural walkabout. Uh, it's an opportunity to celebrate the arts in Sarnia's downtown cultural district. There's art gallery exhibition openings. There's uh, sometimes writers talks, lots of musicians performing. Um, uh, we have a theater downtown. So uh, 
actually happening on this first Friday is an Eagles tribute band performing there, um, doing uh, their music live. So it's uh, all kinds of events happening. And the downtown is an area that is um, rebuilding. Like uh, it, uh, it had a city center mall that was put into some cities in uh, in Canada, I, I know you're familiar with London, Ontario. They had a city center mall put in there, and they hadn't done well wherever they were put in. So uh, it was demolished uh, a year or two ago, and the downtown businesses that surround it are that many have have carried on through that whole time, and some buildings are being restored, renovated, and, and rejuvenated as the uh, the downtown continues to add businesses. Fantastic. Now, speaking about adding businesses, I, I do see, I do notice Sarnia is a little different than some of the other cities uh, in Ontario where there is a, a, a great uh, support, uh, a large support for local businesses in that area. Uh, how does that, how do you, I mean, I know that First Friday, Friday is a part of that, but what are other ways that you uh, promote uh, your local entrepreneurs and small businesses in that area? Yeah, Sarnia seems to have a real culture of local, um, particularly in the restaurants. Like there are some really strong family-owned restaurants that are local to Sarnia. Uh, some people, uh, some of them are franchises, but um, even the ones that are franchises, like people know they're locally run and uh, we have all the fast food franchises, of course, right. like that, mm -hmm. that's everywhere. But in terms of, you know, restaurants that you're gonna go in and sit down and order and be served, those are, um, there's a lot of family-run restaurants. Uh, um, a number of them have gone on to the second generation of the family or somebody has bought the business and carried it on in the tradition of the uh, original owners. And so family-run businesses do, restaurants do very well in Sarnia. And then another area that's in the downtown is a lot of niche uh, businesses, uh, shoe stores, clothing that uh, have, you know, a particular flair to what they do and attract a clientele that uh, returns regularly to them. So uh, those are aspects of local businesses that are that are really well supported in Sarnia. And, and the other thing, you talked about the cultural events that go on during First Friday. Uh, can you name some of the cultural events that you have going on specifically? Yeah, so there are some key cultural institutions in downtown Sarnia. The um, Judith and Norman Alex Art Gallery is our, uh, it's run by the County of Lambton Department of Cultural Services. It's a professionally run gallery. It is a class A gallery, which um, is, uh, the top category of gallery in Canada for its collection and its um, uh, archival conditions in, in the gallery. And so it um, it was, it originated in the Sarnia Library downtown and then moved to the now defunct uh, uh, mall in the downtown. And then they're celebrating their 10th anniversary in a new um, and a new facility uh, that was uh, built inside a historic building. So it was a project that was done during 
the uh, financial meltdown, sort of 2008, 2009, when uh, the economy was collapsing and governments were looking for shovel-ready projects to, uh, I guess people can't see the air quotes I put around that, That's okay. uh, to, to uh, inject money into the economy. And they used uh, a heritage building in downtown Sarnia, so it was supported by uh, the heritage department of the government. It was supported by the economic um, uh, parts of the government that were trying to kickstart the economy and then it was also supported by local donors and uh, they uh, essentially built a new building inside the shell of an old building and the centerpiece is a staircase from the old building the uh, the Tom building that they uh, they saved and they um, opening this first Friday they have an exhibition called uh, review they're doing a series of review exhibitions that are highlighting uh, works from their permanent collection over the course of the year to celebrate 10 years in this uh, new building. But they have a fabulous collection that includes a lot of works by the group of ten, a group of seven, which is a famous Canadian revolutionary Canadian arts group from the uh, 19-teens. Uh, through the 1940s, who uh, were like a foundational art movement in Canada. They're not known very well outside of Canada, but um, oh, the actor um, Steve Martin recently uh, wrote a book and publicized Lauren Harris, who was one of the key artists and uh, and proponents of the Group of Seven. But uh, there was a, a, a movement in Sarnia of women who uh, collected rags to raise money for the Red Cross during World War One. And at the end of the war, they had this fundraising mechanism. They didn't know what to do with it, and they put it to collecting art. And so they, they would host a um, a modern art exhibition in Sarnia every year and they would buy works from the collection and those works that were purchased in the 19-teens and 1920s form uh, um, the original core of the art gallery collection at the Judith and Norman Alex Art Gallery. That's beautiful. So, and that art gallery, like, is, it's a union shop and uh, um, for many years they did not participate in First Friday. But uh, when their new curator, Lisa Daniels, joined and took over in, I don't know, 2009 or something uh, in, in, the, uh, in the first decade of the 21st century, um, she was out on a First Friday and I heard somebody ask her why the gallery didn't participate in First Friday and she said, well, that's going to change. And so um, even when they were in their old location in the mall, they started participating in First Friday. So First Friday is really anchored by the um, Judith and Norman Alex Art Gallery, which does their gallery openings every, every First Friday. Whenever they open an exhibition, it happens on the First Friday evening. And also um, at the... Uh, at the south end of downtown is the Sarnia Library. And across the street is Lawrence House Center for the Arts. And I'm the chair of the board of directors of the Lawrence House Center for the Arts. And uh, we are, it's a, it's a historic building. It was built in 1892. It's owned by the city of Sarnia. They maintain it beautifully and they make it available for the Lawrence House Center for the Arts, which is a registered charitable, not-for-profit organization. And for the last 10 years, we've been an all-volunteer organization. So we have 
no paid staff. We're all volunteers and we're open 11 to 4 Wednesday through Sunday. Uh, and we have a different art exhibition every month and it always opens on the first Friday. We usually have a musical performer as well on the first Friday. Uh, we have a series of, we're dedicated to the visual, literary and performing arts. So the visual art exhibitions, we also have two rooms of gift shop. That's a slowly changing collection of work by local artists. And then we have concerts. We have an open stage where uh, singers, uh, um, singer songwriters, poets, writers can uh, perform uh, their works. and. Uh, and then we have uh, a collection of literary works for sale. We publish uh, uh, a literary blog. It's online on our website. It's called Uproar. And so uh, it's a very active visual, literary, and performing arts um, center uh, for the locals. And so we always have an opening on First Friday. And uh, at the very north end of the downtown, um, like that participate in First Friday, we have the Sarnia Legion. And the Legion uh, is like the membership traditionally was uh, veterans. And as there, you know, it was at its peak after World War II. Um, but as there's less veterans, there's less wars that Canada has been participating in. They've expanded the membership to the general public to support. And what they fundraise for is to support veterans. Um, but they have a bar, a great bar space that's just been renovated. And uh, every Friday and Saturday night, they have uh, a band uh, and dancing. So it tends to be uh, country or um, um, you know, rock and roll classics, uh, always a local band performing. And it, this really grew out of First Fridays, like they would have a dance, a band with a dance on First Fridays, and they've been really successful with it. And they've carried that on to, um, to have uh, dances every weekend on Friday and Saturday night. Fantastic. So, so now, oh, go ahead. So there's music and dancing at the Legion, and then uh, there's a few locate. There's a pub uh, uh, a half a block farther down called Ups and Downs, and they've got live music every weekend, uh, Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday afternoon, and uh, and they've um, they've got uh, they always have uh, a performer for First Friday, and uh, there's a restaurant. We have a, a new vegan restaurant in the downtown called Greens, and they uh, they have. Um, oh, I need to stop. Sorry. Did I mention the name of the pub, Ups and Downs? Because I want to mention all the names. And at this point, I'm going to run through all of the, the participating things. Is that okay? That is fine. Go for it. You can name all oh. of them. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So um, so after the... Um, so I'm going to pick up again after the Legion. Okay. Very good. Yeah. So working our way south downtown from from the legion at the north we have ups and downs and they're um traditional british style pub with a, a nice menu they have live music every weekend and they always specially promote their uh their first friday musician uh, 8 to 11 p.m on on first friday every month without fail um we have a vegan restaurant that's uh, only uh i don't know maybe three years in the downtown that's proving to be very successful and they have an art wall where they have a different artist every month and they also on first fridays have a musician so uh 
um, often a solo musician because it's a restaurant setting and a little bit right. uh, quieter than the pub setting. Uh, a really new business downtown is called the Refound Store. There's a terrific local charity called Rebound that okay. provides activities for youth and particularly youth in um, at risk, at risk youth. So maybe they've had a run in with the law or um, they're hanging with the wrong crowd. Uh, they can join the rebound programs and it provides activities. One of them that I really like is called Rebound Rocks, where they have a rock band and they teach them how to perform rock music. And first Friday in September is their annual gig at Lawrence House, where they uh, they rock the, the the front lawn outside at Lawrence House. So the kids are actually doing the, the music? Yeah, they've got oh. a couple of, of experienced musician adults who do the, the, the teach them uh, the, the licks and how to perform and they've got uh, a great sound soundboard um, and they amplified speakers and they uh, they rock the neighborhood fantastic all right good to go and uh, so that organization rebound has recently opened a store called the refound store and it's uh, so Re rebound is essentially a social enterprise and so this is an opera it's a uh, it's a store that sells um, used clothing. So they collect clothing and sell it in a store, like like maybe Salvation Army or Goodwill might do. Right. Um, but this is a way of providing employment experience for the young participants in, in the Rebound program. And they've also started a program there of young makers. So people who do crafts or art can uh, exhibit it and show it there. and. So, and uh, they, they have the Rebound Rocks, they have some other music programs that uh, they sometimes have performers there on the first Friday as well. Fantastic. Then, then you come to the Judith and Norman Alex Art Gallery. And that's, you know, the big county gallery. It's got a, um, a Canadian class collection of art through the decades as well as showing, uh, you know, they particularly like to show contemporary artists and, uh, um, or art, they build art exhibitions that convey relationships. So one right now is the Johnson family where uh, Franz Johnson was a member of the group of seven that I spoke about earlier and then members of his family uh, who became artists in their own right. So there's a, a family exhibition on in there as well. Uh, it's called the Family Palette. And then there's also uh, the Review Exhibition 4 that's opening uh, on the first Friday. And then um, next door to them is the Radiant Community Center. And it's this is their first time on First Friday. They're showing uh, a movie, Elemental, with free popcorn and treats. And they're a doula-run community center. And uh, this, is their, this is their grand opening uh, that okay. they're doing on the First Friday. Um, they are um, a not-for-profit. They're hoping to obtain charitable status uh, as a non-profit, but it's uh, it's a drop-in community center uh, that, at the core, is uh, focused on uh, doula uh, activities. Okay, so now with this this uh, this uh, organization you're talking about, uh, it's a is it for kids or is it for adults or is it for just the community in general? Well, I think doula 
I, I should have looked it up. I'm not sure. I think they largely provide services for pregnant women and, okay. you know, and childbirth. Uh, I don't know how they relate relate to midwives and and other sort of pregnancy support, but it's also like post childbirth support. So, uh, as I understand it, it's going to be like a family centered. Um, place but that is welcoming for um, all members of the community including uh, LGBTQ uh, uh, safe space. Okay, thank you. And then we got a downtown coffee shop, Blackwater Coffee, a long time. What uh, They've been, uh, what's their tagline? Proudly serving our fresh roast coffee to Sarnia's downtown for over 25 years. And for First Friday, like First Friday is open to all of the downtown businesses, but they have to have an arts or culture component to get on the First Friday map. That's that's what First Friday is about. First Friday grew out of uh, a Sarnia summer event called Art Walk that was, um, uh, it was kind of a community arts festival where Christina Street, uh, one of the two main streets downtown was closed into a pedestrian walkway. Um, artisans and artists set up tents and sold their wares and uh, it was a two-day festival in June and uh, the organizers of that are the people who created Art Walk. Um, okay. uh, pardon me, First Friday as an outgrowth of Art Walk um, okay. and so it's always had an arts and culture focus and so Blackwater what they're having is a latte art throwdown so their baristas will be uh, competing on the uh, uh, the quality of the art that they make on the foam uh, topping on the lattes that they make, and oh, wow. uh, so, and I think they I think somebody has to drink a lot of coffee to judge the the competition. So uh, yes. uh, that's happening at six o'clock. Um, there's another new business downtown. Well, it's not new. It's been there for quite a number of years, but it's a unique business called Riverbank and Company, and. It's a bit of a collective space. There are a lot of different, so it's run by, um, uh, the owner's name is uh, Jessica Butler and it's her store and she runs it, but it has a lot of arts, uh, fashion, crafts, um, food items. And so there's a whole range of different vendors who are featured within the space. Some vendors run their own space within the store. So it's, uh, it's a really cool collective. And um, so they always feature an artist on first Friday, uh, the one in, uh, in November coming up. But tonight is uh, Adele Del, you know, new work by Adele Taylor, and then they've got some pop-ups, Do Good Candles, and Downriver Eats. So it's always uh, things going on there. Um, just behind, so they're on Front Street, which is the other street. So I'm working my way north to south on Christina and Front Streets in Sarnia. And Coldwell Banker, Southwest Realty, is a real estate business in Sarnia. Um, Banks have been abandoning the downtown, so many okay. bank branches have closed downtown, and so uh, they have taken the space in what was the Scotiabank, and okay. where all the tellers were has been converted into a large open space, 
and and where all the financial advisors and backroom people were is where their real estate offices are. So they have this wonderful event space that they've created in the downtown. And, you know, it's a meeting space. People can do seminars there. And on First Friday, they're featuring artists and live music. And so every First Friday, this is a great new participate participant in First Friday that provides a venue for people who want to show and sell their their artistic and craft-made works. And yeah, they're, they're right across the street from the Imperial Theater, which is one of Sarnia's huge success stories. Um, theater Sarnia, which was originally Sarnia Little Theater, is our amateur theater uh, group in Sarnia. And they both put on productions. Um, I think a lot of it is semi-professional, and uh, they and they put on a series of five or six productions through the year. They always have at least one musical. They do they do fabulous theatrical productions. The one that's just closed is the musical um, a Little Shop of Horse. And on First Friday, they're having uh, Hotel California, the original Eagles tribute, and that is sold out. So it's on the First Friday flyer, but if you haven't got your ticket, um, it's too late. Okay. And uh, they took over an old movie theater um, that uh, essentially the city repossessed for back taxes and sold to Theater Sarnia, and the city held the mortgage. So they, they gave, I think, it, uh, I forget, what the mortgage was if it was thirty or sixty thousand dollars thirty years ago and it was a thirty year mortgage and theater Sarnia has paid it off. Like they awesome. they have they they made the payments every year and paid off that the the this theater was renovated and restored with a huge amount of local donations and um and now it's like the and since the uh, they paid off the mortgage for the last several years. They've been doing major renovations. They've replaced all the seats. They've upgraded the sound and lighting system. They've redone the roof. So it's it's like a huge diamond in the middle of uh, Sarnia downtown. And that so, is a great uh, yeah, and they're a big supporter of uh, First Friday. Um, and then there's a collective workspace called Collide. And uh, one of the uh, tenants there is Revelry Nights. They they um, promote and put on uh, music, and so they have uh, uh, a musician, a solo musician, Nick Swales, sort of seven to ten thirty p.m. And then they run kind of an electronic rave with a DJ from eleven to two a.m. So there's sort of two shifts to First Friday. There's a quieter kind of. Uh, six to nine, 10 shift. And then there's, uh, you know, those who are staying up later in the, in the bars and, and partying. There you go. Uh, there's another collective space um, on Christina street called downtown market. And it, it, it has a, it, it's, it has a lot of market stuff. It's got a lot of food vendors there who make local produce and sell it either fresh or frozen uh, directly at the downtown market. But then it, it, it was a furniture store, so it's quite a cavernous space. And it has um, all kinds of different vendors of clothes. So kind of like Riverbank and Company, it's it's a collective space with a lot of different things in it. And so it's a, a really cool space. And on the mezzanine level, which is kind of, it's it's kind of uh, 
a balcony that sweeps around over the lower level, um, uh, an artist has opened a studio there. Taryn Henry has opened, uh, she goes by Taryn Elizabeth, has opened Studio 140. And so she's having some permanent artists there who are going to work there and exhibit their work every first Friday. So, um, and she's continuing to recruit new, new artists for that space. Um, around the corner on Cromwell Street is Tang's China House. It's a restaurant that opened in Sarnia in 1970. And uh, so uh, I know you like entrepreneurial success stories. The, 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 it, the Tang family um, opened that restaurant and it's been a Sarnia tradition ever since. Uh, lots of people get their, you know, uh, Boxing Day or New Year's meals delivered from, uh, from Tang's uh, and uh, lots of, of dine-in. But during the pandemic, they went entirely to takeout. So right. they've survived. The, and you, you were talking about how Sarnia people support their local businesses like Tang's. You know, people have bought their takeout through the pandemic uh, and they've survived. Um, at a certain point, the Tang family sold the restaurant and it had been operated by another family for um, I don't know how long. But the daughter of the Tangs who founded it has recently bought the restaurant, is renovating it and is reopening it for dine-in on First Friday. So That's so for the cultural component, she's having a couple of musicians in, Fisher and Lovett, and they have a, um, a guest uh, performer with them. And so 7 to 9 p.m., she's going to have a limited, you know, it's a soft opening, a limited dine-in menu um, with music uh, on the first Friday. So uh, um, it's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a Sarnia institution that's being uh, rejuvenated. And so... Uh, you know, it's it's a family business that went to friends of the family, and now it's uh, it's another family member who is uh, taking it on. So, uh, a great institution. And Thanks. then the next street over on Davis Street, there's the Refined Fool, and they're the first of the Sarnia craft breweries. Like, there's quite a lot of craft breweries in and around Sarnia now. But the Refined Fool was kind of the first one to set up in downtown Sarnia. And um, and they have two locations in Sarnia. They've got they've continued the one downtown. They have one out on London Road. And uh, they have an art wall there. And they change the art wall every month. And this month, there's wood art with uh, Kamlaki Carpentry. Uh, the artist is Megan Pawsons. So... Um, they always participate in First Friday, sometimes with music too, especially right. in the summer when, when they can have it outside because they've added a restaurant inside. So it used to be you just went in with your beer and they'd let you order takeout from somewhere else. Now they've got their own restaurant. So uh, it's pretty cool. And then as you get to the, 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 the southern um, anchors are the Sarnia Camp, uh, Sarnia Library. Uh, okay. Again, that's uh, uh, operated by the County of Lampton from their Cultural Services Division, like the, the Judith and Norman Alex Art Gallery. And uh, they've got a makerspace with all kinds of cutter tools and, and button makers and things that people can go in and make things with. And they always have a make of the month, which is a kit that people can like make stiff stuff with. And uh, this month it's a silhouette cutter uh, where people can make a winter ornament.
and that's uh, 6.30 to 7.30. And across the street, you get to the Lawrence House Centre for the Arts, which is, you know, my, uh, my, uh, my place. Uh, that's where I volunteer, and I'm the chair of the Board of Directors. And we have uh, two exhibitions, A Time for Giving, and it's art by our members. So we have um, five or six exhibitions a year that are dedicated to our members and their collective exhibitions and people put in their work. And this one is focused on gift giving. So we've got two rooms of gift shop. And for this show, it's like the whole main floor is a gift shop. And so lots of, <laughs> of things for that are gift oriented. And we also have another artist in the Turt Room, which is an, a separate gallery that we have upstairs. Um, and that's tends to be where we do our music. And it's called Sometimes Always, the collage works of Trevor Jameson. So he uh, he's a local high school art teacher. He organize, He's a major organizer of the high school art show that we have every year in May at the Lawrence House and also another volunteer-run gallery in Sarnia called the Gallery in the Grove. And we also have a musician, Annette Dillon. She's the host of our open stage. So two nights a week, uh, we have an open stage and she starts it off with a piece and then introduces the various performers who are sign up to play through the evening. And uh, Friday tonight, she's going to have uh, the stage to herself to uh, to sing her songs and the, um, the covers that she loves. So uh, so that's like north to south. The, the, the participating businesses change from month to month according to who has stuff. There are a lot of other bars and restaurants downtown that will be overflowing on a first Friday. Like they, they, they don't have musicians because they're too busy with the traffic they get even if they don't have a musician. Um, so places that might sometimes have a musician don't necessarily participate in the first Friday, so they're not on the map, but uh, people know f Friday. It's, to me, first, well, you've been to one, so I'll be interested yeah. in your, your opinion of it when, uh, but, but it, to me, it's like Halloween for adults. You're, everybody's out on the street, you see people you know, um, you have a quick word with them and you're on to the next thing, you know, the next cultural goodie that you're after and maybe you find out uh, from them what they've seen that's good to help orient you where to go. So uh, I, I think it's a great night out in Sarnia. And that is a that is the true uh, true statement. It is a great night out in Sarnia. Uh, it instantly became one of my favorite towns in uh, Ontario. So I just want you to know that. Uh, and I will say that the the level of excitement and the level of of community that even comes out of your voice when you're talking about it shows that this is uh, you know obviously the the care and the time and the effort put into uh, First Friday is 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 coming from the heart. And it's it's a beautiful thing. So uh, I absolutely love that, Leonard. Thank you. So go ahead. I want to add one thing. So First Friday isn't an event in itself. Like First Friday doesn't put anything on. It's right. just uh, coordination to produce the flyer, uh, populate the website and the Facebook page, and it's run through the Lawrence House Center for the Arts on a not-for-profit basis. So it's, again, I'll volunteer a lot of my time uh, right. collecting the input. Um, we pay for the graphic design for the flyer 
and um, the revenue from the advertising. So we don't charge the businesses that participate in First Friday, but we have advertisers. The Imperial Theatre that I mentioned, the County of Lambton Cultural Services Department, they'll advertise the library or the Judith and Norman Alex Art Gallery. And we have a Coldwell Banker Southwest Realty who buy the back page ad. Um, and so those ads, and then Lawrence House, Put, right. puts in an ad so it's um those are the big supporters that pay for the printing of the flyer and basically first friday is the flyer we distribute the flyer we um get uh, some press coverage where we can and people know to come out on first friday it's and so we do it every month whether it's the middle of winter in january and february when it's cold and the number of participating locations goes down but there's always something in downtown Sarnia on First Friday, unless it falls on a statutory holiday, like Good Friday, and then we right. move it. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Leonard. It was fantastic uh, spending this time with you. Uh, I will definitely be to another First Friday very soon. Uh, we'll be right back after this. Do you have the next big thing? That world-changing whatchamacallit? Do you have a story to tell? You need a show-stopping web presence. You need the web spinners at Webinit. With big picture solutions, spinning together SEO, stellar web design, blogging, podcasts, and social media integrations, you'll find yourself developing your latest and greatest thing, idea, or telling that next chapter in your story. Look us up today at webinit.com. And remember, you're not everywhere unless you're Webinit. Welcome back. I sincerely hope that Sarnia, Ontario is on your destinations to visit. Uh, like I said, if you are within a car drive, go. Please go. It is a wonderful place. Uh, you're right on Lake Huron. It is a great place to go. And you know what? Not only the great place. Remember, I told you this before. I'm going to tell you this again. The people there are awesome. And if you see Rick Corbert, tell him I said hello. I will be up there probably to see him over the summer. I need to see that guy and hang out with him. He, since since I, last time I saw him, he's he his family has grown. He now has a, a child and beautiful child, beautiful child. And so so you know it doesn't really look like him because he's beautiful, but she's beautiful. But anyway, um, it, you need to go up there and see it. I will see you again next week. We have some really interesting things. We're going to start getting a little holiday. We're going to be talking about some some stuff that you know we all the elephant in the room on the holidays. That's what we're going to be talking about next week. And I will talk to you soon. Bye bye. <laughs>